0: outstanding performance whoops that was my mic uh falling off the desk is up people this is ron sense this is ron we're back again so i was gonna do this podcast um probably later today at uh today being 8 26 on you know thursday 8 26 um but i'm fucking psyched uh i mainly wanted to kind of do this to talk sports but i also just finally fucking got a 3080 Ti. I am a 30 series owner, and I'm fucking stoked about it. So, um, I, I I obviously on the podcast it expressed my uh, interest in getting a 3080. I went Best Buy had a restock um, for this morning, and one of the one of the Best Buys that was restocking is one by by my house in Knoxville, and. So I was, you know, I told my boss and I was just like, hey, man, so uh, 30 series cards, I guess, are restocking. And uh, and like he's just like instantly like, I understand, you know. So um, so I got into work like really early this morning to kind of get a little bit of uh, time in and just get a couple things done. But then I I head over to Best Buy and this is where I was sort of like, do I just go straight to Best Buy? Do I go to work and whatever? And I decided to go to work first. And then I went to Best Buy. So I got to Best Buy just about 7am. Because uh, I was sort of like, well, you know, it's Knoxville. I mean, a lot of the people who are probably crazy about the 30 series cards, like really crazy about them, probably already got them. But I didn't really account for the fact that there's probably scalpers, which there definitely were fucking scalpers in this line, because these motherfuckers were showing up with like, they like, eight year old kids. Like, oh yeah, your, your fucking eight year old needs a 3080 to play Minecraft. I'm sure that's why they're, you know, because basically the way it worked is like, each person was given a ticket to purchase a card. And so these motherfuckers would just like, their kids would each get a fucking ticket. Oh my God. I was just like, D- these fucking people, someone, people were bringing their fucking grandmas, um, making them sit out in the heat and shit. This one guy came with like, a couple of ladies, like, that I was, like, I feel like he just paid them to show up with him or something. And, like, uh, they had been waiting outside the Best Buy since 5 p.m. yesterday. Like, because yesterday I'd seen, like, an article that the Best Buys were restocking, saw that this one was restocking. And I was, like, whatever, you know, I figured if I get in, because they said that they were going to start handing out tickets at 7.30 a.m., and then they'd start selling at 8 a.m., um, so it's like, well, if I get there at seven, right? You know, I gotta figure like I got a shot, and um, and I mean, obviously, right? Spoiler alert: I got a card. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I I show up there and I see like this line in front, and I'm like, oh shit, the line's not that bad. And then you kind of turn around to the corner, like side of the building, and it keeps going and wrapping into the parking lot, and I'm like, oh shit. And but I was kind of looking because like people like. Sort of social distancing, a little bit, kind of whatever. So, like, the line looked longer than it was, and like, people are sitting out in chairs and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, God damn, this is a whole fucking thing. Um, but, you know, I was, it, I was like, I kind of started like doing a count in my head because, like, there was a spreadsheet that had kind of been leaked that it was like, who knows if it was right. But the spreadsheet had kind of suggested that there was going to be 133 total cards at this Best Buy. And I started kind of counting out. And I'm like, oh, you know, it looks like there's about 60-ish people ahead of me in line. It's like, all right, I'll fucking stay. Fuck it. You know, so I, I stand out in line and just kind of chill in there. end up, like, you know, talking with a couple of the guys who are also in, in my area. Um, we broed down. It was chill. And so waiting there, whatever, 730 rolls around, and no one's handing out tickets, kind of like, what the fuck, and, like, a lot of people, some people, you know, it was kind of this funny thing, too, because some people had some information, some people had other information, so it was, like, this fucking, it was kind of this hilarious dynamic where some people were like, oh, I didn't even see anything about 7.30 as, like, they would hand out tickets. I, I thought it was 9 or something like that, and it was, like, people just, like, all kind of coming up with different information that they had read because everyone's finding this shit on, like, Reddit and whatnot, you know? Um, and like, and for some reason, like mysteriously, cause like on the Best Buy website, they had showed like stores that were restocking and they did show the Knoxville store at one point and then randomly it got taken off the list. And so, the, but then there were some people who were like, oh no, no, no. We know some people who like work here, like talk to them, like they're, they're it's going to be here, blah, blah. blah. So it was, it was like this hilarious thing where everyone's kind of peace parting, like what's real, what's, you know, what's fake news, blah, blah, blah. So chilling in line starts fucking cooking out, by the way, it was hot. And so like, um, you know, it was actually more so around like 830 ish or like, yeah, maybe 815 ish that someone starts, you know, these two guys start walking around with the the fucking tickets. And I was like, honestly, that guy walking around with the tickets right now, this is the most powerful he's ever going to be in his life. And that's not like that's not because like he worked it, but like if I was holding those tickets, that would be the most powerful I'd ever be in my life. I think <laughs> like doling out these fucking tickets to a bunch of fucking jackasses who've been standing outside of Best Buy since you know as early as five p.m. yesterday, so they can get this graphics card that released a year ago. Like it's just hilarious. So that like if I were that guy, I would have been like fucking big dick in it you know and like but so like they had like the the tickets um for the different carts because they only had so many of each model and so of course like by the time they're rounding the corner to like the side of the building where we're at like some guy kind of walks by and and he has his ticket already and he's like yeah 3080s are already out like I mean, no surprise, I guess that most people wanted the thirty-eighties, and I, I only, I don't think there was like that many of them, like twenty, thirty, something of them. But so that's when, like, it, um, they still had everything else basically by the by the time they got to me, and I was like, I'm not gonna get a thirty ninety. I don't have the space in my uh, in my desktop, anyways, um, because my, uh my CPU cooling fans are on the side of my case and they're on the same, like they're on the side along next to the motherboard. And so actually like there's, there would be a problem. Like it wouldn't, it's too long. It would um, bash into where those CP, those uh, cooling fans are the radiator. And so, um, you know, I had, I had to, uh, I, I had to be cautious of that, but like, and that's why I was even worried with like the 3080 card. And that's why I like, part of why I wanted the Founders Edition, not only because it like looks clean as fuck, but also because I knew that the specs of the Founders Edition would, like I had measured it out because, um, and I actually had not measured out the TI. So I, I was a little bit nervous, but obviously it was basically so I could get a 3070, a 3070 TI, a 3060 TI, a 3090 or a 3080 TI, right? Um, and I had sort of reserved myself to the to the point where I was like, maybe I just get a 3070. But when they came to me and they still had 3080 TIs, I was like, well, I didn't really want to spend the extra the money on top of it. But I, I mean, the 3080 Ti benchmarks like marginally underneath the 3080, right? Or the 3090. So like, I mean, this card is almost a 3090 for like about $300 cheaper or $400 cheaper. And I was like, I mean, it future-proofs my computer that much more. Because, um, like, I've already got, like, an X570 motherboard, so I already have PCIe 4. Um, like, a PCIe 4 bus. I've got a, a Ryzen 9 3900X CPU. So, like, obviously the 5000 series are, are better by a significant amount, but a very high-end overall processor. Um... And, and so, like, my motherboard, my processor, and my GPU at this point are, are really good for the next couple of, like, lot, like, years. And especially the GPU. I mean, this, this 3080 Ti, I, I suspect could easily last me 10 years. Um, before I would even consider getting a new card. Um, I, I really don't suspect that there's anything that's going to cause me to have to go up in, in a card, you know, beyond that. And so, um, I was just like, you know, and, and that probably would be true with the thirty seventy, but I was like, why not just like guarantee it, pay the extra, uh, like whatever it is, three four hundred dollars, uh, three hundred dollars, I think, and get the thirty eighty Ti because it's available, and fuck it, you know, like, and so it's a sick fucking card. I am super excited about it. It looks amazing. It like I I did a little bit of testing on some, uh, on some games, just to, like, uh, right when I got home and got it updated and whatnot. And I had a heart attack too, like, because I put it in and it was like barely fit. And, and fortunately just barely, just barely fits. Um, and when I first tried to start my computer windows crashed and I was like, Oh God, please. No. But then it rebooted and it was fine. And I was like, thank fucking God. I was like, y- you gotta be kidding me if something fucks up here. But, um, you know, I played, I, I just played, like, an offline raid of Tarkov, uh, still on, like, low settings, just because that's generally what I play on. Um, but, like, my 1650 Super, which is obviously, like, a perfectly reasonable card, uh, and in fact, like, maybe I, maybe... I, well, actually, I don't think I'm going to sell it because I might build a second computer for streaming, um, especially because uh, once we redo our kitchen, I was Alicia and I were talking about doing like cooking with Ron streams and YouTube videos, because once we redo our kitchen, it'll be so much nicer to do that. And I could actually I could build like a, a pretty like cheap, like budget computer that would basically sit in a cabinet out there uh and i'd just throw like that 1650 in there and and that would be perfectly adequate for for what what we would need out of a, a gpu so um i may actually do that so i i was going to keep i'll probably hang on to that for now but um but maybe not i don't know because probably selling pretty well right now in the aftermarket still but yeah so obviously this was this was big time uh Huge, huge fucking news! uh to to be able to get that thirty eighty Ti, I'm, I'm extremely excited about it. It looks beautiful. It just barely fits. It's so funny how close it is. Um, and so here we are. We have we are on the other side. I have waited almost an entire year for this card, uh, or a thirty series card. Real, really. Um, and so we we've got it. We we have locked in. So, um, very, very exciting stuff. Um, but, anyways, so I, I really wanted to kind of get this next podcast out there to, to talk some sports since there, there's a decent amount of sports that's kind of happened. Um, since I've, you know, kind of taken this hiatus. Um, obviously we had, uh, Tampa Bay wins, you know, second Stanley Cup in a row. Um, that that's huge for them i i think i mean obviously they were the favorites um but you know there were some really great series um and, and so th- that was a lot of fun uh it, you know so it, was, it, it it was good to see and i mean the you know it's certainly um an embarrassment of riches for for the city of tampa bay uh with with how their sort of sports um uh results i guess for lack of a better word uh have turned out of late huh but so good for them good for tampa uh it that's that's pretty awesome and then we actually had an amazing nba finals uh and and this was like this was so so big to me because Like, I think a lot of people may, I I actually, I don't even think a lot of people probably felt this way, but I think people in media feel this way because for some, like people in media are so like detached from, I feel like what fans enjoy versus what they think like rate, like rates well, because obviously like the media is going to be like, well, there's no Los Angeles, you know, there's no Lakers, there's no LeBron, there's no Clippers, there's no, um, y- you know, there's, there's no, none of these, like, big market teams that made it, uh, and so, like, now all of a sudden, it's, well, this is, like, this Phoenix Suns versus the Milwaukee Bucks, small markets, blah, 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 and, like, and I felt like, I mean, maybe I'm in a more of a minority of this, but I just really liked that we had, like, new teams. We had fresh teams in there. And like, there's names, right? You got Chris Paul, who's yet to get a title, uh, who's playing great on a Phoenix Suns team that is in general playing great and very exciting. You got Devin Booker, Kentucky grad, fucking go cats, um, who, who's, uh, you know, really exploded onto the scene. Um, and then obviously, you've got Giannis, who is like, one of the most freakishly talented players we've ever seen in basketball and the Milwaukee Bucks. And and you've got the storyline of that, you know, Giannis could have left. He wanted to stay. He wanted to kind of do things the right way, right? He wanted to do the, I'm not joining a super team. I'm going to do it with the team that I have. And especially after last year when they were so good and they were such a favorite and then they end up getting blasted by the Miami Heat, And they come back, they, you know, they fucking exercise that demon against the Heat. And then they come in and they have some great series um, against, you know, against the Nets, uh, who were like, obviously a formidable team, just as capable of having won this year. And they get there. And so to me, I'm like, what's not not to like from a storytelling perspective here, right? I, I mean, okay, so you don't have the size of the market of Phoenix, like, of how many people are actually Phoenix Suns fans, and you don't have the side, but also you've got a lot of people who are pulling for the Suns just because of Suns and four guy. And then like, and then on the other side, you've got Milwaukee. Okay, fine. Maybe there's not that many Milwaukee Bucks fans, but there's plenty of people who appreciate how good Giannis Antetokounmpo is and want to see him succeed. And there you've got plenty of people who have been Chris Paul fans. I mean, he's only played for the fucking Clippers and the fucking thunder and the rockets and the fucking pelicans at the time um the at the time the hornets i guess right um so uh i I mean there's there's plenty of people who are chris paul fans or want to see if chris paul can get it done or don't want to see chris paul get it done right they're hate watching and there's the same thing for Giannis. so i was like I don't understand how it is that we're going to say oh just because the the amount of people who are Bucks fans and Suns fans is not going to equate to the amount of people who are like Clippers fans or Lakers fans or Nets fans or whatever. I'm like it's you know that's fucking stupid because there's plenty of people I I have not been a fan of a team that's been in the NBA finals for fucking basically since I've been conscious enough to like actually watch the NBA finals, right? Like the fucking last time the Bulls were in the NBA Finals, I was in preschool. Like, so, uh, y- you know, it's like, well, well I, but I watch. So who the fuck cares if I'm like, and most people are like that. And I don't really watch NBA regular season because fucking boring. So, uh, you know, I, I don't understand like that sort of media argument. I thought it was awesome that it was two teams where it, it was literally because it's two different teams and And there's two great storylines. I was like, I feel like we all win no matter who wins. Like, this isn't like a, ah, let's root for LeBron or an, ah, let's root against LeBron. Where, you know, like last year you're rooting for this, like, Miami Heat team that's a huge underdog that's like, it's, they've made such an insane run to get to this finals. It doesn't even make sense. And then you've got, and you know, and then you've got LeBron who's, I, I mean, just, because he's LeBron, but then also the fact that of all the teams, right, it's the Miami heat. Who's kind of the team that like molded him. Right. I mean, um, that's where he like, I mean, obviously he was famous before coming to the heat. Like, but that's the team where it's sort of like, that was his, like, um, his going to college moment. Right. Like was, was his stint with the heat. That was like him kind of graduating into like more of a, a man, I guess. Right. Like, because, obviously, he came straight out of high school, goes to the Cavs, plays for the Cavs, plays very well for the Cavs, almost wins a championship with the Cavs, and then goes to the Heat. And, like, that was sort of that, like, going to college, going away from home, going to sort of mature type of thing, and, like, that kind of, kind of stuff. So, in that way, like, that team really shaped him moving forward. And so, you've got that storyline kind of going on. Uh, on top of the fact that, I mean, you know, for me as a Chicago Bulls fan, I was rooting heavily for Jimmy Butler, because one of the things that I always hated was that when Jimmy Butler was on the Bulls, people did not respect him, in part because also like he we had Joakim Noah and Derrick Rose. And it was, you know, it's pretty clear for the for the majority of the time that Derrick Rose was the number one. And you know, in terms of like, best player and whatnot wins the MVP, all that kind of stuff. And then there's Jimmy Butler at number two. And a lot of people are like, oh, you know, Jimmy Butler's your number two. Or are you even good enough to win? And blah, blah, blah. And and a lot of people are, like, really hating on Jimmy Butler's game. And I'm like, the dude plays, like, 45 minutes a game minimum. And, like, he fucking hustles on defense. He's an amazing defensive player. And, like, he isn't, like, his ceiling isn't great on the offensive side of the ball. But you're not scared of him being an offensive player either. And like his jump shot is only improved, and his his finishing at the rim is only improved, and his getting to the foul line is is really really good, and so it was like, what are we doing here by shitting on Jimmy Butler, and then like he goes to the Timberwolves. Uh, and I was hoping that that was going to work out for him. And obviously it, it does, it sort of famously doesn't. And, and like he leaves because in, in part kind of calling the team soft and all this kind of stuff. And there's a lot of people kind of hating on Jimmy Butler. Oh, look at Jimmy Butler. You know, he's like, what has he done? What, what, what has he done to have this ego? Blah, blah, blah. And, and like people just hating on him. It's like, dude, the guy fucking hustles is what's what, what he's done. Like what he does is he plays fucking hard. And, like, if you're not going to play hard, he's not going to fucking like you. Like, and and that was tough for me because I liked Carl Anthony Towns because he went to fucking Kentucky. Like, and then, uh, and so then he goes to Philadelphia, right? And then it's another thing where you're like, oh, now Philadelphia is really, you got Ben Simmons, you got Joel Embiid, and you got Jimmy Butler, and everyone's like, well, if, but- if Jimmy Butler is your third best player, then you've got a great team, blah, blah, blah. And, and which is like, Sure, that's like pro- probably true. And, and certainly, yes, if Jimmy Butler is the third best player on your team, like you have a good fucking team. But again, it was sort of like this dismissing Jimmy Butler as like a role player guy. And it's like, this dude is fucking good. I don't understand why people like don't want to just admit it. And then he comes to the heat and like carries this team to the fucking finals. And then in the finals, like single handedly wins a game and and in then and what in game two it was it like or game three, whichever one it was that they didn't win, he also had this insane game where they ch- could have won. Like, and the only reason they had a chance at winning was because of him. And I was like, what do... like and it was like finally people were like, Wow, wait, that performance was insane. Yes, that's been him the whole time. Like, he's so fucking good. And like nobody wanted to give him the credit, and so Um, and, and so like, I, I just personally was very much rooting for the heat because I was very much rooting for my, you know, for Jimmy Butler. Like I just, it would have been incredible for him to get that ring that way, especially. Um, as, and, you know, and especially against LeBron since like, you you know, when he, when the, those Bulls teams were really good, they were kind of always losing to LeBron. So it would have been like this, it would have been like just such a cool thing. But anyway, so, you know, that. And so back to this finals, right, is like, you you know, you've got you've got good storylines, and I think it was great because if the Phoenix Suns win, you're kind of, you're excited for Suns and Four guy, you're excited about just like the Phoenix Suns, because like who hates the Phoenix Suns, right? I mean, it's just a team, and it's like, they've just kind of existed, so you're kind of like, oh, good for them, right, you know? Um, Chris Paul obviously finally gets a ring, you know, a lot, like Uh, that last kind of uh, validating of like, uh, you know, a hall of fame career. Um, and so it was like, and then, and then, yeah, then you got the bucks where you've got Giannis, who's basically here to take the league by the balls and fucking run it. And, um, they need to avenge themselves after really failing last year when they were the clear favorites uh, out of the East, at least. um, And so it ends up great. You know, Giannis wins. He gets a bunch of fucking Chick-fil-A. It's fun. You're excited. It's cool. Like, so it was a great finals. I, I was, and the fact that it starts off with like the Suns just obliterating the Bucks, right, so you get all these people, wow, Bucks, terrible team, terrible team, right, I mean, you had, uh, like, Amin El-Hassan is, like, this is the worst team that's ever been in the NBA Finals ever, and they're never going to win a game, and all this kind of stuff, you've got people like that, like, and then, and then for, like, that to just, like, total egg on face, right, of just, like, wow, that couldn't have been, you know, that could not have aged worse, um, for them to kind of come back and, and end up, doing that sort of, you know, not quite a reverse sweep in in terms of, I, I mean, it wasn't, it, they weren't quite yet up against the ropes, but to to sweep them after going down 0-2. Um, and, then, uh, and then we had the Olympics. And, like, the men's basketball thing storyline to me just, like, wasn't interesting. It was like, whatever. These are the best, like, what was interesting was the fact that Luka Doncic if you, if you weren't sure how fucking good he was, he took a team that's representing a country of 5 million people. I don't even know if it's... It might be less than 5 million people. A country with less people than Chicago. And you probably... Most of you could, could not point Slovenia on a map. And this motherfucker takes this team... All the way almost to the finals and just barely loses to France, who is an infinitely better team, uh, in terms of like players you would know, NBA talent, all that kind of stuff. And I mean, Luka Doncic, just amazing player. I, I have so much respect for his game. And so you've got, so you've got that, right? You've got, that that was the most interesting part because the france usa thing and oh usa basketball look at this they lose to nigeria in a game that doesn't matter they lose to france in a fucking you know um around the world game whatever fucking whatever the fuck it's called uh round robin game it's like okay yeah you know what the team has the most insane talent on it doesn't mean it's just going to work But, like, I'm not going to sit here and freak out because they lose, because guess what? These guys don't play together ever. Like, most of these guys are playing together for the first time ever. And many of them are playing international basketball rules for the first time ever. Or they very rarely play FIBA rules. So they're playing a slightly different game. Like, meanwhile the people in France and fucking Slovenia and you know whatever fucking other teams they play by these rules constantly. So the there is that that is not nothing, okay? That is that is a factor in in getting the that together. So um that's something I I feel like a lot of people did not appreciate enough in terms of why it would be that they might struggle a little bit early. Um but you know, so they get it done. And, and to me, to me, this Olympics, and and this Olympics was kind of hard. Like I I really tried not to be time zone guy. Um, but it was a little bit hard. It it was certainly hard to watch in real time because of time zone and, and, um, just the way things kind of shook out. But, you know, fortunately there was, I, I have the NBC sports, whatever. So, um, I was able to watch a lot of these clips like afterwards or watch the stuff afterwards. And, and to me, I mean, the to me, basically every Olympics, this is true, but especially this year was wrestling and I, you know, women's gymnastics, of course, and, and, and I do really actually enjoy the beach volleyball. Um, but, uh, and, and the women's gymnastic stuff, by the way, people like People hating on Simone Biles, like, <laughs> i mean, first of all, USA still ends up winning gold. I—I I forget her name, um, but amazing. Like now, I need to now I need to find her name. Um, women's gymnastics gold medal. Um, Sunisa Lee. Sunisa Lee. Is that? Sunisa, um Suni Lee. Right, it goes by. Okay. Um, so USA wins gold, and amazing for her, right? Because what are, what are the chances that she gets to win gold if Simone Biles continues? Um, but also, like, I, not to mention the fact that, like, to to if nothing else, the fact of that if you are not Mentally ready to perform in gymnastics, you could literally die. Um, you could get paralyzed. You could get injured to the point that absolutely ruins your career physically. Um, like so, I, I so withstanding that withstanding, I I don't understand how it is that like you can even begin to attempt to put yourself in the shoes of somebody who has that level of pressure on them. Like, and, and I'm not, I'm not even talking about like, uh, obviously the USA gymnastics, Larry Nasser stuff. Um, and, it, it, and like the pressure that's associated with that, where she's like the only person left on the team who was a, like, was a survivor of that whole, um, tragedy. and, what that does, but, like, just the pressure of being in that moment. And, she's done it before, okay? So, like, this is the thing. It's not like, oh, she couldn't handle it. She has handled it before. So, I don't understand how it is that you can't, like, give her the, like, oh, shit, that's fucking insane. Like, she must really be struggling right now, and that's that's tough. Like, and... The, she does not need to win. She did not need to win this Olympics for us to know that she's the best women's gymnast of all time. Um She had already solidified that. So she, she really had nothing left to prove. Um And, and so to me, I, I just, I don't understand how it is that like someone can fucking Monday morning quarterback it and be like, I would be ready for that moment. Would you? Really? Because you had... Obviously, you haven't ever worked hard enough at anything in your life to be in that moment. So I, I have no earthly idea how it is that you've come up with the determination that you would be ready for the moment after never being willing to put in the amount of work required to get to the moment. So it's like, you're a fucking loser. If (laughs) honestly, like the, yeah, like this, like this, oh, you're mentally weak for that. That is such bullshit because do you know how mentally strong you have to be to train hard enough and compete well enough to get there to get there what do you know, like no, every single person who is like judging her of like not like you know mental weakness or whatever none of them are mentally tough enough to ever even make it to the olympics none of them because they they did not make it none of them they probably played sports at some point, weren't good enough, couldn't handle it, couldn't couldn't commit to it strong enough. So yeah, to me, fuck off on honestly, if your opinion was that Simone Biles is weak or whatever, I th- that's I think that's such a loser opinion. Um you know, good good for her. Made the decision that obviously preserves her body, uh if nothing else. And and you know what? And SUNY Lee is the benefactor, so that's great. Good that's amazing for her too. Um, so I, in my opinion, everybody wins, uh, in, in, ter- in terms of that. So that, that was, that was excellent. Um, I also thought that I, I appreciated too, by the way, how the, uh, gymnastics team had listed her as injured. Um, I thought that that was actually a great, great move, um, as opposed to saying like mental health or something like that. Um, because I think if you say it as mental health, these same people obviously are going to say mentally weak or whatever, they're going to say it anyways, but they're going to say like, oh, what is that? As if like not being in the mental headspace to perform is not an injury. It's this, it is an injury in the same way that if your leg is broken, you're not going to be able to perform. It's the same fucking thing because it's not brainless. You need to be mentally sharp in order to perform. so how is it that if you are mentally not there that that is anything less than an injury that would inhibit your ability to perform? How? So uh, y- yeah I-, I mean that's that's something to me that I think is comp- that gets lost on people is that because you don't see the injury and you can't relate to the injury that you somehow believe that it's not a real thing. And, and, and and I think that that's just bogus. Um, you know, it, it, it doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense because obviously you have to be mentally there to be able to fucking perform. So if you're not mentally there, you're not. We've all had our day where we just said, fuck it. I can't do it today. All right. And that was just to live like fucking to exist. Like I can't go to work today. I'm just, I just don't have it in me. I'm fucking just not feeling it. Or whatever. Or you go to work and you slack off and you don't do shit. And then like, what? You might as well have just taken the day off because you didn't do anything. You were useless. So at least she took the fucking day off instead of going to work and not being ready and not being capable of actually going to work. So fucking, yeah. I, I, to me, it's just, that, that whole thing bothered me because it was just like, how about like just let her be? All right, you you were all in her corner when she was winning for you, and then when when she needed a moment, you you suddenly turn on her is just fucking bogus. Um, but anyways, to the more important, well, not the I I shouldn't say the more important thing like in general, but the more important thing to me when it comes to uh gym to gymnastics to uh the Olympics is of course wrestling, and USA fucking crushed it in wrestling. I couldn't have been more fucking jacked up about it. All right. So, um, I mean, the, the, the men just obviously in, in general, we had, we had just a, Outstanding performance. Okay, we're back. Uh, yeah, my microphone just like f- fell off the fucking desk on me right there. That it just like exploded all over. So, okay, we're back. That noise that was exploding microphone. We're here. Uh, yeah, the, so the men's team performance was tremendous. Um, and then, uh, What is her name? I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, Tamra Mensa Stock. I think it's Tamra. Tam- Tamira. Tam- Tamra. I think it's Tamira. Tamira Mensa Stock. Um, obviously was a fucking huge, huge, um, moment. Uh, obviously first U.S. black woman to win in women's wrestling, but just in general, um, women's wrestling uh especially for the US women uh is good but certainly w- we see a lot of success in in from other countries and so that was fucking awesome she crushed it she was so fucking good and um and so big shout out to her so um and then uh who else Jacara Winchester getting bronze i think we may have had a few more placements uh but yeah, so that that was v- very exciting. Uh, but then in the men's wrestling, uh, I, I actually am I'm I'm very excited for like a lot of reasons here. So uh, first of all, David Taylor, um, it was his gold medal was so fucking impressive, um just the way that he won that match. So obviously because I had to watch kind of on delay, I actually already knew he won and still up until the last, whatever it was, 20 seconds of that match, I'm going, did I read something wrong? Like he couldn't have possibly won this. How did he win? And and just like the setup for that double leg takedown for him to win was just, it was a thing of beauty. It was the most impressive thing I, I, I thought I had ever seen until you know we'll get we'll get to that though, um, you know tough tough I I mean super, you know for Kyle Schneider still to get silver after getting gold in the last Olympics I mean amazing for him that was such a t- tough tough loss, um, but still such an impressive showing out of Kyle Schneider. Um, Kyle Dake um, was an unfortunate one. I mean it was really. I was very excited for him because of how great of a college wrestler he was and for him to finally get past Jordan Burroughs, uh, was such a big deal. And I, I wish that he could have gotten, you you know, a a better, you you know, a better shake out there, but still obviously very impressive and, and he should be proud of, uh, how he performed. And then, um, who, who else was it? An Iowa guy. Um, why am I, uh, U.S.? Olympic men's wrestling. Um, who was it that also placed? Um, we had. Uh, he was in a lighter weight. God damn it. This is going to piss me off. I think he took bronze. Um, he took bronze, but what weight was it? Jesus Christ! Uh, wasn't it in sixty-five? Was it not in sixty-five? Um. month there was more than oh because different day sorry one sec this is much more of a pain in the ass than i had expected um yeah so well so kyle dake gets bronze but uh definitely was um unfortunate uh that um you know he wasn't able to make it into the finals um so let's see. Seventy four was day sixty five. No. Um. Day fourteen, maybe is thirteen. Medal. Um. 57. Yeah, Thomas Gilman. That's why I thought it was Thomas Gilman. Uh sorry. That was that took entirely too long. I apologize. Uh Thomas Gilman also takes bronze. That was um obviously huge. But yeah, so for David Taylor to come out on top uh in, in that match was absolutely uh, just a, a breathtaking performance. Um so then we get to probably the guy the guy who's got me the most hyped is Gable Stevenson by far like i was saying before i thought david taylor had the most impressive finish for a gold medal win i've ever seen and then here comes gable stevenson and says hold my beer right because the way he finishes out by just spin drilling his opponent to, to get the last two takedowns to win was so incredible. It was like as if it was wrestling practice, and you know, late into a match like that. Just so impressive for him to have the gas to do that. It was It was insane. And the big thing, too, is the way that he is marketing himself now uh, post-winning gold medal, I am so all... I am just so here for it. I love his energy. I love his attitude. I love that, like, what he's bringing is some fucking fun to wrestling in a way that we're not... You don't get to see a lot. And uh, there's not a lot in wrestling when it comes to the money, right? The height of wrestling is that you win gold medal in the Olympics. But there's no real way to monetize yourself generally as a wrestler, but... Gable Stevenson's finding a way, and I am fucking here for it. I mean, whatever this guy, because whatever this guy does, I'm going to want to watch it. I, I mean, if he ends up going to the MMA, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be very interested to watch him in that. I, I haven't watched WWE since Kurt Angle. And I tell you what, if if Gable Steveson goes to the WWE, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. Because I love this dude. I, and I'm, I'm so excited for like the fact that he is really taking this gold medal and really, you know, he is taking his time to shine and he is maximizing it. And, and I just, I, I love that because, um, you know, he, he's had to do a lot to become, to become this requires a level of sacrifice that I, I mean, of course, many Olympic athletes can, can relate to, but I, I think especially in wrestling, um, it, it's so hard to explain because it's such a personal sport and it's such a, um, you know, as much as your team, there's, it's only you out there on the mat, you know? And, and so, uh, it's so mentally grueling for an individual, uh, and to, to be able to get to that height of performance in that sport, uh, in that, on that stage, I, I just, I, it cannot be oversold, how incredible that is! And so I'm just I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy that we like in the sport of wrestling we have someone who's got energy, gets you excited. I, I mean, I think that Gable Stevenson's going to be able to bring people that don't generally care about wrestling, and, and they're going to see him, and they're that guy's fucking cool. That guy's awesome. He's going to bring good things to the to the sport in general, and and so I'm I'm really excited about that, uh, and like I I mean. I just think that he's the most impressive heavyweight wrestler I've ever seen in my lifetime. So it's not only that he's just like, he's awesome and fun, but he's also one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, in my opinion, already. And so, yeah, I, I, I just think that I, I'm just really, really excited about how impressive he is in his personality, um, his showmanship, and his performance it, it's it's incredible and so that that basically gets us caught up on sports uh, for the most part um up to what what's been missed since since i've uh kind of taken this hiatus i mean now we are getting into some preseason football uh justin fields has for the bears has you know had some moments that are exciting I, i'm certainly um you know i i'm I'm happy with what I see out of him. I, 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 you know, I did, was not happy to see him get fucking clobbered on that hit, but, um, but it seems like he's okay. So thank, you know, you know, fortunately. And so, uh, you know, it's that, that's, that, that's, uh, that's, Pretty much all I can say on, honestly, is about the Bears is like, I'm, I'm just happy he didn't die from that hit and that he's got some things that look good. But obviously, we just got obliterated by the Bills and I don't know how good of a team, you know, it, you just, you can't tell how good of a team you're going to be in the preseason, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I am excited. We got fantasy football, um, stuff coming up. So that's great. I'm so ready for that. Uh, I will be doing. I'm gonna try and do my NFL pregame shows on Twitch, like I was doing towards the end in the playoffs. I'm gonna try and do those every Sunday where I'm available to do it um, for at least like an hour or so. So tune in for that. You know, come join. We'll talk, talk some fantasy, talk some, you, you know, some betting, all that kind of stuff. I, I mean, I, I'm definitely ready for football to get back into action here. I, I, I really am. Uh, so. Uh, Otherwise, I don't know that there was anything that's been too big of news otherwise from from the sports world that that I'm missing right now. So I think that that's where we'll top it off for for today. Uh, So, you know, appreciate y'all tuning in and peace out.